Welcome back to part two of Monogamy is a Choice, Not a Must, featuring El Rico Ghost Ramon. Let's get into part two of our conversation. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I just I just want people to be aware, especially people that are new to, you know, the the uh, the essence, the energy of polyamory. Like, I just want people to know, like. You don't have to, because I didn't know that. Again, going back, circling back around to the beginning of this conversation, <clears throat> I thought polyamory was just this blanket thing. It, again, it's just one person with multiple people. As we now know, that's not true, but that's what I thought. And I thought that you know I had to subscribe to that, and I had to do it this way. You don't have to do anything anyway, and that includes monogamous people. Like You don't have to be in a relationship the way that you were conditioned to be in it. Like you can make your own rules. And that's what I'm all about. Like I'm all about, yes, I am underneath the umbrella of polyamory, you know, based upon its definition or however people describe it to be. But ultimately, like I am my own God in a sense. Like I create things the way I want to create it. And I've chosen to create companionships and all my relationships the way I want to create them. And when it comes to morals and ethics and codes and labels and stuff like that, whatever the agreement, the mutual agreement and compromises between me and whomever, that's what the agreement and mutual compromise is between me and that person. And it is what it is. Nobody else's rules. We make the rules. And that's what I'm, I just try to convey to other people. Like, you can make your own rules. It's okay. <laughs> now, if you're super religious, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but... <laughs> You don't have a dog in this fight, you know? Uh, if you're super religious, I'm, I don't even know you know how you listen to this episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they want to listen because they're trying maybe, to educate themselves. Maybe so. You're, you're right. You're right. Or, so. hey, maybe they're thinking about creeping out from where they are now. And, That's you know, true. Trying to dip That's their toes true. in the poly pool. You never know. That's true. You see how I set you up with the alley-oop? <laughs> <laughs> you right. That's right. But, you know, now I have to ask, since you mentioned yeah. about, you know, wanting to create a relationship the way, you know, that what suits you and what's comfortable for you and, mm -hmm. the, um, you know, partners you have engaged, mm -hmm. that you engage with, and, you know, you both, you know, essentially building that relationship foundation together, have mm -hmm. you ever had, let's say, a set of, you know, your guidelines or rules or expectations and whatnot laid out, mm -hmm. and, you know, that person might have agreed to say, oh, yeah, a thousand percent, I'm on board. And then mm -hmm. as time went by, it was, I just can't do this anymore. Have you had that happen? I have. I have. Um, I was in a couple, this was quite a number of years ago. I was in, I think, a couple relations, relationships with polyamorous individuals. And <clears throat> one, it was really interesting. So the well, there weren't really any rules. Rules was like we just polyamory, you know, polyamorous individuals. That was really the main rule. And I guess the other rule was like, just let me know who you're going to be out with, whatever, whatever, as we were, as we both had our own separate chain of partners or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And one individual couldn't actually couldn't couldn't handle 
me being polyamorous, and that was interesting. And they were polyamorous <clears throat> themselves? Yeah. Ah, yeah. interesting. It was. It was really interesting, yeah. And I noticed that early on um, that, you know, things would be said a, a certain thing. I was like, wait a minute, you didn't know, uh, you know, it's a polyamorous relationship, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it, it was a it was a pretty short relationship. It, it wasn't it didn't end bad or nothing like that. It wasn't you know it was just like, yeah, I, I think that you know you might, this might not work well. <clears throat> and then the uh, the other individual actually that one just kind of like faded to black kind of you know what I'm saying. And I would say that that was maybe more on me. And again, not in a bad way, but again, we were both polyamorous and we were connected for. A, you know, a bit of time. And she started to explore herself with other individuals. And basically time, as I said, lapsed and just, you know, I wasn't really interested in continuing anymore. So, but not that she didn't do anything wrong in particular, as I'm okay, depending on who I go into companionship with, <clears throat> I'm generally okay with uh, my partner having other partners. Um, so it didn't bother me that she had other partners. It just, again, you know, she you know, due to time, spend a part or whatever, it's kind of like, you know, this is, it's no need for this to continue. So it just kind of left. But yeah, um, for the most part, um, there, there was another companionship where <clears throat> the rules were set up and things were changing within the relationship. And I will say, based on you know taking accountability on my part i just didn't know how to convey what was changing and in addition to that um this particular individual she, she was doing and saying things also that made me very uncomfortable to be fully transparent as we oh, were wow. in the beginning yeah it got it got really I don't say weird. It wasn't that she was, you know, again, you know, it wasn't that she was being a weird person or doing something wrong. <clears throat> there was just things that were arising in that in that particular relationship that I was not prepared for, as mm. as it can be like that oftentimes in relationships, and that's okay, nothing wrong with that. But within me not being prepared, it was just it, it really threw me off, and you know. I would say the, the the latter part of the companionship, it was just, yeah, I think it was difficult for both of us actually to be fully authentic and transparent. You know, I think we both wanted to really be different people um, and just, yeah, just didn't know how to say it or wouldn't say it, whatever the case may be. So, <clears throat> yeah, you know, again, polyamory can be complex for sure um and, and it really is like especially when you keep in mind too um and i don't have the statistics or percentages at, uh, on this or whatever but i would debate that a lot of us um who have decided to be full-fledged polyamorous individuals you know um we weren't we weren't practicing that from infant infant stages right a lot of us started off 
in monogamous training, monogamous conditioned realities and stuff like that. <clears throat> so <laughs> just like you was given, quote unquote, the tools conditioned in a certain way to be monogamous. Well, it's the same way when you come into the polyamorous, you know, world of things or whatever you, you're oftentimes you're going to fall, you know, you're going to fail because you're trying to figure this thing out. You're trying to work out these kinks and you're kind of exploring yourself, which is funny because in my book I talk about, I, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to exploration as that can be very tricky and painful at the same time, simultaneously, as I believe two things can exist at one time simultaneously, I get it. Like I get it. Exploring is a natural part of who we are. And that's oftentimes how you find out what you are, what you're not, who you like, who you don't like, et cetera, et cetera. So, so yeah, you know, that's, that's just kind of comes along with the territory. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you just got to yeah. expect that. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, it just goes do. back to any relationship you have, you know, things can get unpredictable. That's just oh, the yeah. only humans in general. So, <laughs> well, well, you know, and, and that's, so that's why, that's one of the anchors behind me writing the book was because I wanted to express to people that there's a, you know, it doesn't make it easy. I'm not saying it's supposed to be easy. And I'm not saying that your heart is not going to be involved in these matters, in these companionships or situationships, <laughs> whatever you want to call right. them, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's part of it, you know, and only, you know, like how much you can deal with them, what you're able to bear and what you're not able to bear, right? Um, but I wanted to express, as I did in um, a couple chapters, at least anyways, like there is a way to enter into these relationships and it starts with communication. And it starts with, you know, starts with communication, conversation, dialogue, compromises, you know what I'm saying? If you want to set up rules, some people don't agree with that. Some people think polyamory should, no rules should not, should, uh, not exist. I don't agree with anybody saying anything is supposed to be definite or indefinite or generalizing or making blanket statements like that. Like it is what you make it is period, period. It's what you make it is. You know, if you don't want any rules in your relationships, well then God damn it. You better say it up front. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. That's the most important part <clears throat> say it all up front. Say it, say, say it. Say it up front. And don't be afraid. Like be, Stand on your shit, like stand on it and yeah. be real because that's, that's what's going to make it real. That's what's going to make it, that's what's going to make it blossom into what it's supposed to blossom in. Because if you're going to introduce yourself and you're going to leave out some things, like you're going to, you're going to fuck it up, man. You're going to fuck up. Don't do that. Don't do it to yourself. Like there's enough, there's enough out here. You just gotta, gotta be strong and you gotta be resilient, you know? So yeah, you gotta be hopeful too. Yeah. You gotta be hopeful. Yeah. And be confident. Right. So, yeah, I don't think I forgot my lost much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a way to enter into these companionships, and it's communicating what it is that you expect in these companionships, and also knowing that because this is new, as it has been for a lot of us, and this wasn't told to me. No one told me these things. I wasn't seeking it either, but no one told me. <laughs> I'll be honest, I wasn't. You know, I probably should. Maybe I should. Maybe. I don't know. But um, know that it's okay for it not to be forever. 
you know, and that's one thing that I really wanted to like touch on in, in writing, like this whole thing, like where it's, it has to be forever and always like, no, it doesn't like maybe someone just needs to be there for a moment to help you get to that next level and, Absolutely. and, and, and convey that. Like, listen, I totally agree with that. Right. Just say like, I don't, this is who I am. I am in, I am you know, I'm new to polyamory. I know this is part of who I am. I'm just giving you an example, right? New to polyamory. I want to explore this with you. And yet, I know that this may not work because I may not be able to handle it. Um, I may find out that I want something different in addition to whatever, 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 whatever. Like, just know that, like, there's a way to go about establishing who you are in these companionships. And, and, and again, just knowing that you know, you got to know who you are. And that's a big part about polyamory, too, by the way, just just a sidebar. Like, a big part about exploring yourself in multiple relationships is you you, you better do that. <laughs> you better do that goddamn work, man. You got to work on yourself. Absolutely. You got to work on your healing. You got to work on your chakra work. <laughs> you know, you got to work on whatever, whatever it is that, you know, um, makes you who you are and and, and whatever it is that you are trying to get to as far as elevation, you know, as far as growth is concerned and whatever the case may be, like you got, you, you got to work on all those things because just like in, just like in a relationship with one individual where oftentimes that individual is a mirror or a reflection of who you are. Well, imagine being with three people. <laughs> <laughs> now you see in yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let me write that down. That might be the title of my next book. <laughs> House of Mirrors. Hold on. Yes, you should use that for a title. I'm about to give you uh I'm about to give you money off. <laughs> I'm about to get that co-author credit. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You about to get some residuals. <laughs> Baby. Let's go. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, seriously, like, yeah, you, you're seeing many different pieces of who you are as they are seeing many different pieces of who they are in you also. So, so, um, you know, a lot of things can come to the surface that you might not have been ready for. And you got to know how to deal with all those different elements. And it's OK to not to not be able to navigate those waters uh, that effectively or that well in the beginning, as I didn't. You know, in, not in, in, in some I did really well and some I didn't do well. But um, it's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to to get hurt. It's so it's okay to hurt others unintentionally. Yeah, unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. My God. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> to, yeah, all these things are okay. Like it's going it's going to happen for a lot of people. Some people they start off and it's just they off off to the races. It's just beautiful and, and that's great. You know, if you can if you can hit a home run in polyamory from the get go, as far as a newcomer's concerned. That's wonderful, but um, it's not like that for, I would argue, most people. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm curious about those relationships you said you had more, um, that were more successful that you've had. Mm -hmm. Was there a commonality there that you think attributed to the success that you experienced? Um, hmm, common... Define commonality for me right quick. From, from like certain conditions of the relationship maybe that worked out well <laughs> or maybe some like-mindedness between you and the partners perhaps? I would say yes, you know. So going back to like the seasonal uh, partner that I was talking about, um, 
regarding her and I, like it was just it just naturally worked really, really well, you know? It was never a need to be like, you know, this is over with. There was never a need to be like I'm <laughs> I'm through or ang you know, just angry or whatever that it's not what it looked like or whatever. You know, there was excuse me, there were, you know, changes here and there in the companionship that happened naturally whether it was me, you know, moving and me starting a different lifestyle, whether it was her, you know, desiring to explore herself with other people or whatever the case may be, you know, t tending to her family or whatever other needs she had. Um, it, but the alignment was just, was just right, you know, and it was just never much need for, for her or I to have to, um, to, to be in deep explanation for why things are the way they are, you know, and that was, <clears throat> that was fruitful <clears throat> excuse me and in another particular companion companionship um i would say and this kind of goes back to like when i was saying up front how like i actually do enjoy the friend zone if that's where it needs to be um this particular partner we, we've been friends forever we've been best friends forever right so from a commonality point of view like you know, when it came to trust, when it came to insecurities and vulnerabilities and stuff like that, which are some of the most in-depth magical components of the foundation of almost every companionship or relationship in general, if you really want to take it there. But, you know, she knew that I was somebody that could hold, you know, that could hold her, her heart and she could trust that. You know, in addition to that, we just, again, had so many things in common, so many things regarding alignment and spirituality um, upbringing, stuff like that, that just worked in our favor too. So those, yeah, those things are very important. And just say, yeah, and putting a heavy emphasis, I, I just want to put heavy emphasis on that because <clears throat> whether it's people in the polyamorous world or people in the monogamous realm of things, um, you know, there, oftentimes there are these attacks on, on certain polyamorous individuals, especially when it comes to like solo poly, for example, um, probably even multi-monogamy, um, definitely polyamory in general. Like this is the narrative. Oh, that's why I wanted to I wanted to add that to the conversation right quick. There's another thing called DADT. DADT is don't ask, don't tell. It's funny because in my companionships prior to me learning that label. <laughs> I think um, I had called it, I didn't label it, I didn't have a label, but I, in my mind, I would call it like out of sight, out of mind. So again, going back to metamorph, not necessarily, met, what could, yeah, from a metamorph or parallel poly point of view, oftentimes other partners, whether they're polyamorous or not, they don't really care to know about what's going on in your other relationships. So that goes underneath the umbrella of D-A-D-T. Again, I didn't make up these words, that's what they call it. <laughs> The reason why I wanted to bring that to the forefront in this conversation, along with these other labels and stuff like that, is because oftentimes people would be like, oh, people in these relationships, they just want to hoe around, they want to cheat, they're liars, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you guys sound so stupid. <laughs> but, that, but that is a part of it. I, I've definitely heard that myself. It's just an excuse to have a bunch right. of sex with people without feeling right. guilty about it. Right, right. And, and my response to it is, yeah, of course it is for some people. There's exactly. bad at some, not all, yeah. Right. There's rotten 
There's rotten, nasty-ass apples in every type of form of companionship. Absolutely. Every, you know what I'm saying? So just like in a monogamous relationship, if you do not take it upon yourself to hold yourself Quick sidebar, my dog is looking at me because she thinks I'm like angry or something. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Oh, don't get him upset. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm just passionate. I'm very passionate right. about it. Go off, <laughs> No. If you do not take it upon yourself to hold yourself account accountable and be responsible enough to get to know who you're with before you indulge and go deep into the deeper layers of a relationship, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and I and yes, and even and you could do that and still fall on your face. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? It happens all the time. Yeah. But, but at least I'm talking, say you made the effort. You made the effort. And I'm talking yeah. I'm talking I'm just talking you know, I'm talking about the principle, and the principle to me are the odds. The odds are different if you're not going to take the time out to get to know somebody. Like being a friend and developing a, a genuine friendship with somebody and being able to be who you are around that person and be transparent and be yourself and say things you wouldn't normally say to other people, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get to know these people so that you can really know who you're developing a relationship with. Going back to that partner that I've known forever, like, she 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 can be in a companionship with me and there be an essence of don't ask, don't tell, because she know I'm not a bad person, right. you know? Whereas somebody else that I might meet, you know, off the street or somewhere else or whatever, you know, she might need to know. Like, no, I need to know everything about you, cause <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't know you yet. I need, I need to feel you out first. Like, you, you the friendship thing is critical to me. It, ju it just is, you know. And whatever it means to you regarding the layers of what a, a good friend is, I'm not necessarily talking about a best friend. I'm just talking about a good friend, a good person. Whatever that means, however long that takes for you. You you got you you gotta you gotta subscribe to that. You gotta commit to that because just jumping in a relationship with somebody, yeah, you, yeah, you 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 could you could come across that person, that motherfucker, that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is not what you thought they should be. You know, and from a polyamorous point of view, yeah, an individual is polyamorous. They might be just in this realm trying to collect. Yeah, harem and sow their oats and do do just that and be misleading and be <clears throat> and lie and cheat whatever the case may be. Yes, it, it's 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 in here. It's in this this industry of folk. It's called being human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's called being human. It's a nasty part of humanity, but we all have our nasty parts of who we are, whatever the case may be. So you got to get to know people, man. You you really do. And instead of making bl blanket statements and generalizing individuals, like learn, learn about wh what the um, the elements of these labels are, and learn the elements of these individuals, and learn the elements of whatever companionship you want to practice. And if it's something that you're trying to create out of thin air, which is beautiful and I subscribe to, just know that within whatever you're trying to create, you need to pace yourself and you need to get to know people. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I agree. I have nothing to say that's, uh, you know, in contradiction <laughs> of that. And now that does have me wondering 
Yes, okay? ma'am. You know, have you <clears throat> ever had a situation with any of your in your companionships mm-hmm. where one of their partners may mm-hmm. have stepped out of line to you? Has that ever happened? No, 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 never, never. So, so kind of going going back to how I am, which is a tribal proximity individual. You know, being you know, I mean, I'm gonna use one of their words, being parallel poly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the type of person like I don't, I don't really care about other people's partners like that. Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's not even necessarily a jealousy thing is, and that's a whole nother thing when it comes to jealousy. Jealousy is very interesting as it doesn't, as it is first, it, it means something different to every individual. And I think also some people misconstrue jealousy with control and sometimes people misconstrue jealousy also with, um, you know, wanting to be the center of attention, Mm. you know, and those are three, three different things and equally, arguably, maybe not good either. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I'm just saying like, I think yeah, there's levels to everything. There's levels, right? So with me, when it comes, and I'm not, I'm just by the way, I'm not saying I don't get jealous. I, I, I have before. I probably will again. I don't know. It's not a, a su- super serious characteristic of who I am and how I, um, you know, exist in this room. But, but yeah, you know, it, it, it happens. It happens to all of us. It don't matter. It doesn't. Just because you decide to be polyamorous one, they don't mean you're gonna stop being jealous. It's just how you learn how to manage it, and how you learn how to, um be self-aware of it and um and move within it and beyond it how whatever around it whatever the case may be so um yeah going back to your question no i i I don't i don't you know seeing as that i'm i'm hetero and all i date is women i've just never i've never enjoyed being around men anyways i can count on one hand how many male friends i've had Again, going back to my childhood, you know, as a teenager, you know, I still remember being, you know, between the age, you know, fourteen and sixteen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang with the dudes. I had, I had, you know, friends. I had, I had a group of friends one time for two years. This is when I was living in Tampa, and I think, that, as a matter of fact, that was between the ages of fourteen and sixteen. That was the one time that I actually had like a whole set, a crew of friends that happened to be guys, and it was cool. And even then, I still was just trying to be around women. But <laughs> that was that. That's that one time in my life that I actually enjoyed the companionship of male friends. But beyond that, like I, I, I just don't get along with males well for whatever reason. I don't gravitate to males. I just, I've just never really had um, a lot of male friendships. So I say all that to say, when it comes to having a partner who's polyamorous and you know, she has um, a companion or two that's male. There's, I don't, I don't need to interact with them. I don't, I don't choose to. Can it happen? It, it could, but it's not something I'm gonna try to, you know, manufacture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh no, no, I wouldn't think that. But I'm just wondering, have they ever tried to attempt contact with you? Like for Mm-mm. some reason, maybe they were like, oh, I want to actually get to know this guy. No, no, no. I, I think I probably. <laughs> call it maybe the energy or the vibe that surrounds me that I'm on or whatever. I probably just have a certain vibe where I just don't really attract that type of relationship anyways with anybody. Um, and it's not, you know, it's nothing like um, 
malevolent, malevolent, you know, malicious or whatever. It's not that I I have beef with anybody or I would have beef with anybody. I just, again, just naturally just not engaging with men like that just doesn't make sense even at this particular stage in my, my life to just try to develop relationship with my partner's partners i just i just don't care <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> well what if that partner actually you know being that you date women you know mm-hmm. they were dating other women <laughs> i, I mean was what if that I knew was partner was like hey i want to get to know ghost you know he's <laughs> um i'm not gonna lie i am open to women who are uh bisexual for sure um I will say this again, it's something I'm not trying to manufacture. If I'm with, you know, a partner and she brings her partner or partners to the table, I am not going to initiate dialogue. I'm not going to initiate any type of joint relationship. Um, That's, again, I don't care. That's not my thing. If it comes up naturally um, that, a partner of mine's other partner or partners want to get to know me for whatever reason. <laughs> I, hey, I would maybe be... they listen to your podcast. And they're like, this guy seems cool, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to link up with him in real life. I'm, I am, yes, I am open to that. Yeah. I'm open to that. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm open to like just again the whole kitchen table where, you know, we're all in one house together. Um, I'm not saying no to that. I just don't know if I'm open to that. I don't know how that would work in my reality at this particular point in time. But um, I, I will say that in years ago, <laughs> oh. I, I will say I'm just I'm just being honest. I'm just say years ago, years ago, I I would say I saw myself being in relationship with multiple women under one roof. So um, I was obviously open to that then. Um, again, it wasn't something I was <clears throat> trying to create. I didn't know how. I didn't. I, I just didn't know how that would happen and what that looked like. And I just kind of like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, if, if it happens, it's supposed to happen, and it'll be what it is. But yeah, to answer your question, um, I am open to other female partners. I have other female partners. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so you're like no sausage links, only sausage patties. <laughs> but <laughs> but now, you know, now here's the other thing, because I know someone's like, oh, okay, yeah, so he tried to do the, the orgy threesome thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was one because I, I, t- I tell every every anybody who knows me, you know, especially from a partner point of view, like I've never been into that. I've never had a threesome. I've and I've been a part of the with when I say a part of it. Not like I'm like a, a member or anything, but I've been a part of the BDSM kink world for quite a while now. You know, like I'm, I I sometimes go to different things. I sometimes frequent in and out of different groups. Not like I'm a part of a group, but I, you know, I like to see what's going on in the BDSM kink world or whatever stuff like that. Um, I've been, I've had the opportunity to do threesomes, but I that's not that I'm just not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I've just haven't come across. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I just have not been interested in any scenarios with anybody in particular, as far as that's concerned. Even when I would watch porn, as I used to be a very avid porn watcher, I didn't. I didn't do what a, 
I would say most men go to do is just watch threesome. Like I, I didn't never. That was not my category. Not my category. <laughs> <laughs> I almost have to ask what your category is if you want to share. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. I do have foot fetish. Um, Got to be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And the other category is the squirt category. I love squirters. Hey, yes. Shout out to the squirters. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a Bible. <laughs> If, they, if there was, a, if there was, if there, I know I said I'm not into religions, but if there was a church, <laughs> I would be at that church religiously. The Latter-day Squirters. <laughs> Latter- <laughs> Justine, I swear, you are, you are the greatest. <laughs> Tell your Man. friends, put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to, you done, you done gave me the House of Mirrors and the Latter-day Squirters. Hold up a second. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Latter day, latter, <laughs> latter day squirts. <laughs> Man, I'm like, yeah, I knew somehow, somewhere. I was, I also remember thinking about back in the day when I was all uh, Christian. I was like, you know, people kind of like just like, um, you know, just kind of tell me like I was some type of leader of some sort, not necessarily a cult leader, but like just like I would be a teacher or some type of pastor or whatever. And, I think that because of you, I think I can be a pastor. I'll be a oh, pastor. My goodness. Be a pastor of the Latter Day Squirters Church. Okay, you know okay. What? I bet, I bet, no pew would be empty. You open that uh, church. Yeah, no pew. <laughs> no. no pew why not? Would be empty. <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? No communion tray would be empty either. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold, okay, you gotta get, you gotta give me um, uh, a mini break. I gotta use the bathroom. I drink a lot of water. Oh, go so. ahead. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. All right. Well, yep. <laughs> luckily for you, I have one final question. Oh, we have the final question. Hey, I thought we were gonna go for three hours. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. It was nine thirteen. I forgot we'd be going. No, sure we be. Do. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so the final question is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for anyone right now who could possibly mm-hmm. be listening to this that identifies as monogamous mm-hmm. and is, let's say, poly curious. <laughs> you know, they are mm-hmm. wanting to try. To get into polyamory, or what is it for women? Uh, oh, polyandry. Polyandry. That yeah. sounds like a woman's name, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Polyandria. Yeah. It, it, it might be. It could be. I'm about to look and, it up. Wait. You know, Polyandry. they're wondering what to do, like how to step into this lane. What yeah. is your big piece of advice on how to, you know, get them into? Uh, I guess to that realm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, polyandria. <laughs> a class of monoculinous plants, including those with many hypogenous stamens. <laughs> oh, well. Mm-hmm. So now we know polyandria came from. <laughs> All right, now. Um, so this is a good question. This is a really good question. And I, I want to start off by the, uh, start off by 
really talking about monogamy. It's interesting because after writing the book, I was like, hmm, you know, when you look at the definition of monogamy, as I'm going to um, go ahead and put it out there, you have the practice or state of being married to one person at a time. So that's one element, the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner, right? <clears throat> so I say all that to say, like, there's there's just many different layers to, to all of us and who we are. I've come across um, individuals who are monogamous, who don't really, you know, I'm not saying they don't ever get jealous, but uh, they they just don't really have that um, characteristic about them. It's just it, it just doesn't really exist on that level. Whereas it might be extreme for another person. So for this is this is just an example. So for example, that individual may be able to better deal with a polyamorous person than someone who has extreme um, um, an extreme jealous nature, for example. So to answer your question regarding like um, the curiosity about the possibility of exploring um, relationships with polyamorous individuals, I say, first of all, know, know who you are. Know know what jealousy does look like to you like is it is it disdain of like ownership and i'm not even saying like that's a bad thing i'm just saying like be honest with yourself do you feel like someone needs to be yours and only yours if 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 that's a part of who you are then i might not want to go into that direction <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. um and i would also say that um, just, you know, study yourself, examine your past relationships, examine all the little, you know, idiosyncrasies, the elements, layers of all the things that you've been through. Because a lot of them things, whether they were failures, whether you fell, whether it was uh, successes, whatever the case may be, a lot of these, these things, whether it's, um, whether things were intentional or unintentional, they're telling you who you are. Like something I like to say is that all these things that I've gone through or all these things that we go through are ultimately pointing us in the right direction, whatever that direction may be and whatever compartment of, you know, um, humanity or what makes you who you are. Like all these things are, I, I believe, whether right or wrong, I believe are pointing you in the right direction. So knowing that also like regarding um, this innate thing of who of, that makes you who you are. It, it may not even be a thing of like it's the it's a jealousy thing. Maybe you are just monogamous, and that's okay too, because in the animal kingdom, which I love to talk about, which I talk about thoroughly in my book, right? In the animal kingdom, every phase of companionship exists. You know, you have the what you know. I'm, I'm gonna say what we say in um. <laughs> in, in as humans, you have the deadbeat fathers, quote unquote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have the orgies. You have the um, monogamous couples. You have the polyamorous women and and men. Like you have all you have all different types of sexuality. All these things exist. So be okay with who you are. Know who you are. That's that's just first and foremost. No matter what, once you have examined yourself, or you know you know, what aspects make you monogamous, et cetera, et cetera. Now, and you still are interested in 
moving forward in the realm of polyamory, it's just really all about communication. One, you know, if you're going to come across, because it happens. Why do I know it happens? Because it's happened to me. Because I'm multi-monogamous <laughs> individual. <laughs> you can, you come across somebody, and <clears throat> and the chemistry is just there. Everything is in alignment. It's and it's a it's a bond that's like no other. I'm just you know whatever it may be, and it's a bond that you have never had or just haven't had in a long time with any monogamous people. I get it. You know what I'm saying. So how can you move forward? Have the conversation. See what it looks like. All right. You're talking to this person that's polyamorous, whatever. What do they do? How many people do they have? How many people do they intend to have? Do they intend to not? Are they an individual that doesn't like rules? Are they willing to subscribe to some rules? Are they willing to compromise something in particular? Maybe they do this, but they don't. They, they won't do that. Maybe they won't do this, but they'll do this. Like, create what you want to create within the confines of who you are or, or, or what you want the relationship to look like to you. You know what I mean? Um, and and know that this polyamorous individual is more than likely going to be with somebody else. So again, know that you, what to, how do you want that to look? Um, so using a relationship of mine, uh, for example, this individual may lean more towards um, monogamy than polyamory or not polyamorous at all. So with that being said, it's kind of one of them situations like what does my um, relationship status have to do with you? Or what does my sexuality have to do with you? Like this is me being who I am and this is you being who you are, right? So with that being said, a partner of mine just doesn't want to know, doesn't, doesn't need to know, doesn't desire to know about any of my other partners. It works for us. I'm not saying it's supposed to work for everybody, but it works for us. That might work for you. Again, it's called D-A-D-T or out of sight, out of mind. Or maybe you just don't have a jealous streak or whatever. And you're like, you know, I'm okay with doing and I do want to know about your other partners. Um, so let me know. I want to know everything. And if you're okay with that, then be that or what? Be that person. If you're going to get with someone who's like solo poly, then know that they don't, they have to have a certain bit of space and autonomy. So it might seem more fragmented than this full-on one-on-one engagement of companionship. You know, like if you're in the same city with somebody and you're able to be around somebody, you know. If you're in the same city and you guys live in the same area and you're dating someone who's polyamorous, you probably possibly may have more frequency and involvement and engagements and interactions with that person. Whereas somebody like me who's solo nomadic, you're not going to get that same frequency you know what i mean so it's all about getting to know that person and it's all about asking questions it's all about letting that polyamorous individual know who you are because just like you are having to accept and um respect that person's um lifestyle choices that person has to respect your lifestyle choices too exactly so yeah so you know so you know, you got to let them know that, listen, I am a monogamous individual and this is how I'm going to carry myself, but I need you to carry yourself like this around me or, you know, whatever the case may be, I need you to respect my lifestyle also, you know, same thing when it comes to sexuality. You might be dating a polyamorous individual who is a wild person. <laughs> so, but maybe you monogamous and you like wild stuff, so that works for you. So that's okay, but know that. 
if that person wild, they're going to be wild with other people, too. So be OK with that. You know, uh, may, again, maybe you just want that person. Maybe you meet them and they only have uh, uh, two partners. I'm just, again, just giving out an example. And you're OK with that. And maybe you're like, listen, I got to set a boundary, though. I'm OK with you being with three. You be with more than three. Ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's 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 your world. It's your world. You have got to talk. You got to communicate. You got to know who you are so you can say who you are, because if you don't know who you are, you can't say who you are. And you're trying to go into a, 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 an alternative style of companionship with somebody and you don't know all these different elements of you. You, you're going to get your face broke real bad. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get Damn. your you going. Yeah, you're going because what you and because and, and, th- and this is just last. Well, I, I would say at the present moment, the last thing I can think of, like whatever you do. I'm going to say this. I'm going to repeat this two more times. <laughs> Whatever you do. One more time. One more time. Whatever you do, do not go into an alternative style of companionship trying to change that person. Bad. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. It doesn't work like that. It could happen naturally. That this person wants to be maybe with you and you only. It could happen. It happens. But don't don't bet on it. Don't hope for it. Don't have faith in it. <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. Like if you're going to explore alternative styles of companionship like polyamory, you need to respect what comes along with being polyamorous. Just like they need to respect what comes along with being monogamous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I'd even like to add to that and say, mm-hmm. in any type of relationship, in any, any type of connection yes, you have, yes, you cannot yes. go and expect him to change someone. <clears throat> yes, yeah, that and, will definitely be your downfall. And I will say that you know, um, you know, a partner that I wish we started off like with certain conditions, and one of those conditions was don't ask, don't tell, and you know, after. A while had gone by, she did actually start asking. You know, she wanted to she wanted to make an adjustment. And that's a good that's a the beauty in it it, it should it should be like that to your point in any relationship. But yeah, one of the friendship, things co-workership, whatever. Yeah, the ability to revisit quote unquote contracts that you established at the beginning is okay. Doing check-ins is okay. And a matter of fact, it's necessary to do check-ins. You should do check-ins. I agree like, too. People don't yeah, talk like, enough and take a temperature of where they are. Man, I I, I do that. Any relation, I do it quarterly. I I, I don't know. It, I like it, that. It, like it's yeah. time for your quarterly review. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you, yeah, man. Like it, it's it's natural at this point. I'd be like, are we good? Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to change? And 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 by the way, just because you want to change something too, don't mean it's gonna change. By the way, like it's but it's okay. <laughs> To ask. Yeah, but at least voice it. At least voice it. That, hey, this is what's you know in my head right now about this. Yeah, yeah. So you know we have you know we have quarterly um, conversations. It's not like you know on a calendar, but we have quarterly conversations. And every once in a while, there is a moment of like, okay, does there need to be this readjustment in what we discussed at first? And but that did come up at some point. It came up that, hey, you know what? I think I'm comfortable with knowing a little more. She don't want to know everything, but she's like, I want to know a little more. And I was like, cool. It's on you. I don't care. I, I say that in the beginning of every relationship. Listen, 
I can tell you everything. I can tell you nothing at all. It don't it don't <laughs> matter to me because I don't mind. I'm not a liar. I'm not a dog. I'm not a cheater. I'm not a player, pimp, whatever. I'm not uh, any of that stuff. If you want to know these things, I can tell you. Just just know that once you ask, this, 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 I'm gonna give you the answer. I, I won't hide nothing if you don't if you don't if you um if you need to know something, um needs to be put out there on the table to be discussed. So so yeah yeah th- th- those off the top of my head those are definitely um, some beginning tips um, for how to involve yourself in the polyamorous relationships. And if you want to know more, there's this book I wrote called <laughs> yes. Morty Monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Plug that damn book. Because <laughs> I did. I did. I, I did write quite extensively on that. But the book is Multi Monogamous Three Ex Fiances. Later, it's a. It's a I enjoy writing it. I don't know if I'll ever write another book again. I, I knew that I would always write a book on relationships. Um, be honest, when I first thought I'd write a book, I probably thought it was going to be more of a conditioned monogamous point of view or probably going to be something like, man, women ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost story. <laughs> the ghost story. Women ain't shit. <laughs> a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this book came out of it did. It came out of pain. It blossomed out of pain, out of out of heartache. It blossomed out of truth, out of transparency. It blossomed out of experiences, failures. It blossomed out of, you know, um, everything that I, I had been gravitating to over the span of my lifetime. Like it's 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 real. It's a real book, man. It's real stuff, and um, I, I do. I hope you enjoy it and, and buy one for your friends for Valentine's Day. <laughs> And you know, and, and lastly, just things like real quick, like it's even though the book is called Multi-Monogamous and there are definitely qu- quite a bit in the book regarding multi-monogamy, it really is for, for anybody and everybody. Like I'm not sitting, I'm not here trying to like sell anybody on anything. I'm not here trying to condition people to be multi-monogamous or polyamorous like that's not what this is about it's really about kind of like you said just a few moments ago so like this is how you just really need to carry yourself in all your relationships anyways like talk communicate compromise mutual agreements boundaries etc etc like it's general it's general information so whatever you read you're going to learn a lot about yourself you know you can just take bits and pieces and apply it to your monogamous lifestyle or, or apply it to your upcoming polyamorous lifestyle so so yeah but it's 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 it's, um it's one of it's it's my child now it's one of my little babies and um yeah you know contact me and let me know what you think about it when you finish reading the book yes tell them where they can find you amazon baby (laughs) and what about your socials social um i have two socials multi Monogamous is one of my social handles, and my other social is El Rico Ramon World, or Worlds, I think, and that basically is me talking shit about um, indigenous and ancient mental health, because I am definitely a ancient mental health historian, so if you like stuff like that, follow me on that. Um, I am on Facebook, but I don't really do too much on Facebook, so I wouldn't even like encourage you to follow me on Facebook, so... <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm on follow IG. Follow on Instagram. <laughs> follow, follow on Instagram. If you want to um, DM me, you could do that. If you want to email me, Ramon at hotmail.com. Keep it real short and simple. It's all good. Look at that. He still got that hotmail. You know he's been in the hotmail game for a while. Uh, Let's go. Man. Uh, somebody was pushing an OG mail, dog. Keep yeah, somebody was. Forget no <laughs> Outlook. With that hot mail. <laughs> Somebody was <laughs> laughing at me. I think it was like a, a year or two ago. Like, you still got hot mail? I'm like, listen, man, I don't feel like creating no website, no website email and all that stuff. But I thought I might at some point if I if I end up, you know, yeah, it would take a little more traction <laughs> to, to like make some adjustments in that area. But for right now, yeah, I'm part of the hot mail team still. Hey, man, it's all good with me. I just appreciate the fact that you're here, mm. you're out here, you're putting the good mm. word out, you're educating people, you're just being mm. your authentic self, which is such a beautiful thing, and I feel like it's underrated, even though we are seeing more people speaking their truths and living their truths, which is lovely, so I'm glad that you're a part of that movement, and I just mm. thank you so much for making the time and space to share your energy and wisdom and experience on my podcast again. I really appreciate it. Man, I can't thank you enough. Any, any man, look, I'll tell you, man, I'm about to be a guest like every week. Yo, for real, I mean, honestly, I didn't think about it, but we might have to, but no, seriously, like your platform, I enjoy so much. And as I've already told you before, like, I just I mean your vibes, your vibes, your frequency, your energy, the way you carry yourself, and like I never knew that we was just gonna just like pop off with a bond like this. Right? So yeah, man, I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate things of life, man. When you just make these types of connections. Yeah, I appreciate. Pure, unadulterated, no nonsense, just good right. vibes. Yeah, yeah. So on, on to my church, Latter Day Squirters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make sure you post the church schedule to Instagram. <laughs> I will post the schedule. La- Latter-day Squirters, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-monogamy. <laughs> I'll, I'll sign up and be a deacon. How about that? <laughs> deacon Monique. <laughs> Squirter number one. No, I'm playing. Oh, Stop. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that title. All right, all right. No, we ain't gonna do that. Oh <laughs> I was not ready at all. Yeah, man. <laughs> Told you, man. You got me started, man. Got jokes for days talking about me. Look at you. <laughs> oh my god. Why don't you tell the folks goodbye? <laughs> Bye, y'all. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Peace and life. Much love. Thank y'all for listening to this two-parter. I hope you got a lot out of it because Ghost was dropping a lot of gems, a lot, a lot, especially if you are a polycurious person. And of course, even if you're not polycurious, it's just a lot of healthy information for you to go by for, you know, if you're thinking about dating somebody or hell, even if shit, you might need to date yourself. You know what I mean? That's a real thing. Believe me, I've done it. I'm kind of doing it now, I suppose. That's how I look at uh, my time of singledom is that I am just getting back in touch with myself, getting in touch with myself, dating myself and whatnot. But please do go and check him out on Instagram. He shouted out his socials at multi-monogamous at El Rico Ramon Worlds. Go and check them out. Check them out. Lots of awesome information for you. And please, if you haven't already, check out the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And of course, I am on X and Instagram, respectively, at 
Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. And just like Ghost, I also have, well, more than one book on Amazon. (laughs) Check me out on Amazon under the same name. I have a few titles under there. Check it out. Check it out. And by the way, that was no shade to Ghost because if you know, if you're a writer, you know how hard it is to write a book. Okay. (laughs) It is not an easy task. And I don't blame anyone if they're like, you know what? I'm one and done with a book or if certain people just don't get around to writing a book. And a lot of my titles are short stories. So of course, writing a short story is way easier than writing a full-fledged book. So again, I encourage y'all to go and check it out. I have a book consisting of four short stories titled Let It Break, which if you couldn't catch by the title is all about going through different types of heartbreak. There's a story in there about a mother and sister. Well, actually, it's more multi-generational that one, but big emphasis on daughter and mother um, relationship. And of course, the rest are about having uh, different types of romantic relationships. One in particular involves sort of a three-way situation. So I guess you could call that an alternative lifestyle, but mm, maybe not. If you read the story, you'll understand why I'm hesitant to say that. (laughs) But anyway, I thank y'all for always showing up for me, liking and sharing the show and give me any feedback to anybody who does that. Thank you so much. It is appreciated. It's nice to know I'm not just talking into the void, that someone's actually listening, you know, paying attention and enjoying all of this. And I want to bid you adieu, and I truly hope this year thus far is treating y'all well. All right, I'll be back next Thursday at 12, 12 p.m. EST with a new episode for y'all, a new topic to dive into. Until then, bye!